Yes, listeners, you're welcome along to Semple Stadium for a big double header, the biggest day in the Tipperary hurling calendar. It's county final day. We've the Premier Intermediate hurling final coming up in about five minutes' time, and after that, we've the Senior hurling final for 2022, Killer One McDonough's versus Killadangan. But first up, it's the Premier Intermediate hurling final. Our coverage is with thanks to Ross Gray Express, your local trusted nationwide service. I'm Paul Carlin. Joining me alongside for this one is Mick Ryan of Upper Church Trumban, former Tipperary senior hurling manager, and a referee in charge today is Michael Kendi. So it's going to be Gurtnahoo Glengool against Ross Gray for the chance to call themselves a senior hurling team for 2023. Mick, it's a, it's a big day for both clubs and especially, I suppose, Ross Gray coming down from senior last year. How important do you think it is that they can just bounce back up straight away and, and kind of get that out of the way? Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like not kind of lingering down and if you miss out in the first year, you could be down for another few years. This yeah. is a big chance for them to that. Without a, do- a doubt, Paul, like they, you know, this is a fantastic opportunity to bounce straight back up. And you know, and the fear is, from their perspective, and I'm sure they won't be allowing any of these negative thoughts into their minds. But the, yeah. the fear is, if they let this one slip, uh, it's a long, hard road to get here to the final day. You know, th- you know, this is, a, as you pointed out, this is a massive day for four teams here in, in Thurles today. Um, you know, but there'll only be one winner uh, in either of those two competitions, and the prize is absolutely great here for the Premier Intermediate guys. Uh, so, look from an experience point of view you'd have to fancy Ross Gray and even given their whole tradition um, you know there's an expecta- expectation with Ross Gray look at I know they've been devoid of success uh, in recent years but um, certainly going back through the history books these guys have known any amount of success so like there is that tradition and as you said the advantage of having been at that standard uh, for the last couple of years and, and coming down uh, this year this is a great chance to bounce straight back up however Contrast that then with Gordon Hoogle and Gould, who are definitely on a trajectory and on, mm. and on a journey here. Their success um, winning the Intermediate Championship in 2020 and two years later you know, contesting the last game of the season to, to a, for them to become a senior team and contest Dan Breen is a massive incentive yeah. for them. And it, they've built that you know, uh, very credible campaign, you know, the very high score lines that they've put up. I'm really looking forward to watching this because I imagine there'll be a contrast of styles here between the two teams. Yeah, and uh, two teams out on the field today. We're just going to run through the, the teams uh, very quickly here. So Gert and Hoogland Gould are wearing white today instead of their traditional red colours as Ross Gray are in the red colours here today. So in goals for Gert and Hoogland Gould is Timmy Dunn they have a full back line of Enda McCarthy, Carol Campion and Philip Purcell. Martin Barneville is at number 5 and beside him is number 32. Their centre-back, joint captain David Nolan and Brian Maher wears number 7. Beside him, midfield duo for Gurton Hooglengool is Carol Collins and Jack Moore. Number 10 is Adrian Maher. Number uh, 31 in the centre-forward position is the other joint captain, that's Roland Tien. And number 12 is Garod Fahey. Number 13 for Gurton Hoog is Kevin Slattery. 14 is Keane Hayes. And number 15 is Dara Maher who has scored at least one goal in the last four games in a row, would you believe. Other side of the field is Ross Gray and goals for them is Daryl Ryan. Then they've Shane Davis, Keith McMahon and James Sinnott. Darren O'Connor's at centre-back. Michael Campion and Dara Tynan is at either side of him. Dan Ryan and Jason Fitzpatrick are in midfield and the action is underway here. Alan Tynan 10, Luke Cashin 11 and Evan Fitzpatrick number 12. Connor Sheedy replaces Jessica Martin at corner forward and number 14 is Shane Fletcher and 15 is Connor Dooley but the action is underway and the first shot at the post came from the stick of a Gurton Hooman and it's gone out wide so the first puck out of the game will go for Daryl Ryan and the goals for Ross Gray. Ross Gray playing from left to right into the town end here in the first half. Smashing conditions here in Semple Stadium as Alan Tynan puts his hand up for that puck out and it could break through to him now. Alan Tynan in possession of the ball. He's going to have a shot at the post from outside the 21 and there is the first score of the inaugural Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final. It's Alan Tynan. We spoke about him Mick, before he came on air and said this could be a game for him and he's on the scoreboard already. Yeah, it's great to, great to see that uh, young fella playing hurling um, at this level again and he's 
look, he's a massive player for Ross Gray, but he, he showed a bit of class there, um, collected that ball. It was far from easy and confidently, very confidently, um, put that over his shoulder and, and accurately over the bar. And here comes Dara Tynan now. He gives a lovely hand pass off to Shane Fletcher, who's found himself in space oh. on the edge of the D. It's a two-on-one situation, but he just can't get the rise up. And away comes Gertin Ahu with the ball through number seven, Brian Maher now. Here's Brian Maher, red helmet on, breaking through the tackle, looks down the field in towards the Klein and end, plays a lovely ball in in front of the corner forward now. And in possession of the ball now is Gertin Ahu on the 45. Might have a shot at the post, play it back to number nine, Jack Moore. He's going to have a shot at the post. It just looks high and it's gone over the bar. It's one score apiece here. A minute and a half gone in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final for 2022. It's Gertin Hu, one point. Ross Gray, one point. Gertin Hu looked very comfortable coming out with that ball, Mick. Absolutely. And um, I'm just looking at the pace of everybody here. This is this is going to be a real cracker of a game. Uh, everybody's just interested in attacking. Great to see, I'd say, from a neutral perspective here. Two teams that you wouldn't see colliding with each other. Uh, so that brings a different dimension as well. And the fielding we're seeing already. David Nolan snapped a puck out, hit it long, and it was caught by Michael Campion for Ross Gray. And now Ross Gray have worked it up to number 14, Shane Fletcher. He's inside the 20 one out near the sideline would be would be some score and it is some score for Shane Fletcher over the bar it goes for Shane Fletcher two points to one now for Ross in favour of Ross Gray and it's been a great start that's Mike. the start we want to yeah. see yeah great credit to both sides they're just out out attack here from coming from both sides and quality scores being taken in the first two minutes and Timmy Dunn goes along with his puck out he aimed it there at Ronan Tian but it drops out of Ronan Tian's hands and now it's Daniel Ryan in possession of the ball and just as he was trying to rise it he got kind of uh, kind of a loose kind of strike nearly on the ball but just hit him on the hand and he's down injured now but he should be okay it's going to be a free out for Ross Gray two points to one now two and a half minutes gone in favour of Ross Gray and they have a free out now from kind of halfway between their own 45 and 65 great conditions it must be said here in Semple Stadium we were worried about rain and last week for the football was a, a bit of a disaster in terms of weather but really nice conditions here in Semple Stadium no real rain no rain at all blue skies and the sunshine is out now as this free is going to be taken from Luke Cash now. It looks like it probably has the distance, but does it have the accuracy? Yeah, it's, and it's, yeah gone high left and wide there in towards the town end there from uh, Luke Cash in there for, for uh, Ross Gray. Two points to one now. Ross Gray lead as Timmy Dunning goes for a curtain who prepares his puck out now. He's gone long for the first two and he's gone long again. He goes long down that far side there looking... Like it's dropping now, it's on the ground now, it's number 10 there, Adrian Meyer is trying to win that ball, it's a ruck ball, and Carl Collins is also in there, but he's been battling for the ball there with Darren O'Connor, and brilliantly got into his hand is Carl Collins, but he's out on the sideline, and he plays a lovely ball back now, and ball played back now to Keane Hayes, Keane Hayes is right out in the 45, right out in the sideline, yep. and just had no space whatsoever, and he threw the ball up over his shoulder to try and just get the ball away, there's two or three Ross Gray men on him, but he's gone out over the sideline, so it's going to be a line ball out now, that Michael Campion will be taking on that far side there for Ross Gray. He's fielded some high balls already in this match, and now he's a sideline cut from inside his 45. Four minutes gone here in the Premier Intermediate hurling final. It's Ross Gray, two points. Gertner Kuhl, one point at the 2020 Intermediate Brave. Champions, and that's a loose Brave ball now straight into Ronan Tian, who might be able to tap this over the bar. And is it gone over the bar? Yes, it is. It was uh, Michael Campion. He went across the middle of the field with that line ball missed any Ross Graham and went straight to Ronan T and he tapped it over the bar it's a, it's a easy one to give away in, yeah. in the final Mick it was a very brave line ball by Michael um, Campion to hit you know and it looks great to see that kind of confidence but the execution was poor straight to Ronan T and he made no mistake at all and out comes Gertin Hooglangu with this puck out that went long from the stick of Daryl Ryan and goals for Ross Graham but there's a ruck ball now forming and the half-back line and it's Connor Sheedy the joint captain for Ross Gray and he's taking a shoulder into the chest there on the far side of the field and it will 
be a free in underneath the newsstand, which I must say is a sea of red over there. Of course, both teams usually do wear the red colours, so plenty of a uh, crowd here already in Semple Stadium, and I'd imagine the attendance will only go up as uh, this game goes on in preparation for the senior final, which throws in at half past four. So Luke Cashin on the far side of the field here, about a yard in from the sideline, right on the 45. Not an easy free, but he's been clinical so far this year, has Luke Cashin. He scored 136 in the championship, and 35 have come from freeze. So a key man for Ross Gray is Luke Cashin, and here he goes, lines up this ball. He's facing into the town end. He hits it high. Umpires have a look, and they like it straight over the bar. That's Luke Cashin's first point of the game. It's Ross Gray's third point of the game. Three points to two, Ross Gray lead. So here we go. It's a, a short puck out played from Timmy Dunn to his centre-back, David Nolan. And he's going to go extremely long. This is going to land in around the 14 now on the full forward line. Keen Hayes is underneath that. And no, that's number 13, Kevin Slattery. But it's Ross Gray who come out with this ball. And away comes the North Tipperary men. And all red are Ross Gray here. And play it off now to uh, number nine. Number nine is Jason Fitzpatrick. He goes short up the field towards Evan Fitzpatrick. And he breaks away now. And it's going to be a shot on the post by Dara Tynan. But it's going to drop in around the goals. And it's brilliantly fielded there by Timmy Dunn in goals for Garton Hu. And again, he goes to his centre-back, David Nolan, who's on the edge of the D. And he goes long once again. It's to the far corner. But there's a Ross Gray man there. And it's batted down now as far as Michael Campion. And Michael Campion goes all the way back to his centre-back. That's Darren O'Connor now. Darren O'Connor inside his own 45. Goes long and of Valentine and bounces in front of him nearly oh, gets it in his hand but it's brilliantly robbed there by number two that's the end of McCarthy and it's a free one then by Brian Maher coming out with that ball for Gordon Hu and just brilliant defending there by Enda McCarthy out in front of Valentine yeah showed great pace uh, you know and there you know between them uh, Valentine is really quick as well uh, so that Enda McCarthy showed really really Good feet and great anticipation there to put the ball into his hand to kind of rob the pocket there of Valentine and lovely to see that kind of skill and uh, confidence to do it. But then uh, engineered a good free and uh, from a Gurt Who perspective, they'd like to get that scoreboard working in from their side. It seems to have been a little bit uh, favouring Ross Gray now the action over the last couple of minutes. So Keane Hayes strikes this, lifts it high as he strikes it. It looks like, is it going to curl in? It's a lovely strike of a ball and it's gone over the bar. As he was rising that ball, he rised it up very high and struck it nearly over his shoulder by the time he finished to strike but it's gone over the bar it's three points apiece now Gartnahu three points Ross Gray three points seven minutes gone a great start to this Premier Intermediate hurling final our coverage with thanks to Ross Gray Express this puck out goes long but it's going to go into the hands of David Nolan he's been on a lot of ball and he's just going route one with this ball and it could break in behind and it could break down for Kevin Slattery but it looks like Michael Campion's on there but he's been robbed now by Daniel D- Dara Maher and he's played the ball back and it's another shot at the post from Gartnahu but this one is wayward I think it was uh, Ronan Tian who had that strike at the post there and it's just gone right and wide from fairly central position one he'd probably be expecting to put over the bar but this puck out goes to Dara Tynan now Dara Tynan was a member of the minor A County Hurling Champions here uh, in 2017 with Ross Gray and he's playing at wing back but out comes number four now and number four is James Sinnott he was also a member of that team but the ball is broken down now in the middle of the field and it's there to be won and Keane Hayes trying to win it for Garton Hu but away comes Garton Hu through Jack Moore Jack Moore in possession now but he has to go backwards both teams Luke Cashin is in there for Ross Gray and he flicks off a Garton Hu man and it's going to be a line ball in for Ross Gray just inside the Garton Hu 65 and Connor Sheedy will be coming over to take this Connor Sheedy the joint captain for Ross Gray he scored a couple of sidelines against Bird in the semi-final and he's halfway between the 45 and 65 so a long way out he's a nephew of uh, Liam Sheedy 
the former Tipperary senior hurling manager is Connor and this line ball is going to land in around the 14 and it's going to go all the way to David Nolan he seems to just know where to be does the giant captain and he plays the ball out now to number 7 Brian Maher who's in acres of space on his own 45 he might have a shot at the post it's definitely going to have the distance he's ballooned this very high up in the air but I uh, got a bit excited there and that's gone to the right and wide so the score remains 3 points apiece here 9 minutes gone in this Premier Intermediate hurling final and that's a f- hectic pace so uh, far it's, it's a massive pace and you know one of the things that we're, we're starting to see very clearly at the moment is um, the positioning of David Nolan he plays a very deep role there yeah. he is the 6 but he's played a very deep role but every single time he's got the ball he has literally lettered it as far as he can up along the field so very much trying to bring that full forward line into play as quickly as they can and now here is uh, Kevin Slattery has turned his man Kevin Slattery might have a shot at the goals deflected it's just been stopped on the line and out comes Ross Gray but it's going to be a free in it's a free in for Gurton who it was Kevin Slattery who was out in front of his man a low ball came into him he turned his man and suddenly he was in on goals and he was being well marshaled though it was good defending there by the Ross Gray man to make his way back but Kevin Slattery had a shot at the post but it was blocked on the line by one of the Ross Gray defenders can't quite see who got the last touch but uh, one of the Ross Gray men is going to go into the book I think it was kind of a late strike as Kevin Slattery was shooting on the goals so it's uh, Rasgrave got away with with that, but it's going to be a yellow, yellow card. card there yeah, down there for, for number full three, back. full back. That is uh, Keith McMahon, so he goes into the book. But uh, that was probably the first time we've seen Garton Hu have a goal chance. I'm not sure if I mentioned it. They've scored 13 goals in five championship games. They're averaging 226, this Garton Hu team. And uh, we saw the first kind of goal threat there. And it adds up, Paul. You know, if, we, if we're looking at their... their sweeper comes centre back there David Nolan f- hitting every single ball he's got long he is absolutely looking to bypass the half forward line and get the ball to the inside guys but we've just saw a snippet there from Kevin Slattery got out in front of his man and turned immediately and has good pace so I'd say and look, just looking at the shape of those guys they're, that's a pacey full forward yeah. line that who've got so yeah uh, no surprise that they're, they're going for goals so Keane Hayes puts over the resulting free over the bar and this puck out now is won by Evan Fitzpatrick and he's given off a hand pass now and Ross Gray are coming through trying to get a flick off and free. it's going to be a free in it yeah. was uh, number 8 there Daniel Ryan who broke onto that ball there from the puck out he was inside the D but he was being pulled back so it's going to be a 21 yard free in for Ross Gray Luke Cashin will likely put over the bar the scoreline is currently Gertnahu four points Ross Gray three points just 11 minutes gone here in Semple Stadium and Luke Cashin will surely tip this over the bar central position bang on the 21 and uh, five Gertnahu men on the line so he probably won't tempt himself and he just puts it over the bar so Luke Cashin's second point of the game his second free of the game and it's back to a level game here in Semple Stadium just 11 minutes gone four points apiece here as Timmy Dunn in the Gertnahu goals prepares for this puck out Looking down the field, there's plenty of space. All the Gertnahu men, all the Gertnahu full forward line are inside the 14 there. And uh, that must be some tactic to open up space here, but it hasn't worked as away comes Darren O'Connor with this with this puck out. And the centre back has just flicked it up in front of him. And he's still going. He's flicked it from 145. He's all the way on the other 45 now. He's looking for space, though. He's trying to get a pass off. And he does get it off to Shane Fletcher. But Shane Fletcher has the ball robbed off his hurley. And away comes Gurton Hu. And now all the space is in the full forward line for Gurton Hu. And Kevin Slattery's coming out to this ball again. And he just can't win it this time. But he nearly almost flicks it off. Number two, that's Shane Davis. And he, now he has it. Kevin 
Kevin Satry in possession of this ball tries oh. to flick it back but flicks it straight to Alan Tynan Alan Tynan a lovely sidestep and finds his uh, number 14 that's Shane Fletcher he's going to have strike. a shot at the post Great from strike. the 65 straight over the bar from Shane Fletcher and uh, a loose one from Kevin Slattery straight to Dar- or Alan Tynan Alan Tynan to Shane Fletcher and a great score from his uh, from the 65 yeah it's what we call an unforced error Paul um, yeah. you know they were in full control of that ball the Gurt Who guys there I think it was um, um, Kevin Slattery was it and just coughed up a, a, a loose ball to went to Kevin Tynan or Alan Tynan and he fed Shane Fletcher but a great strike from Shane Fletcher so five points to four in favour of Ross Gray is the score here and it's the men from the north and it's that man again Alan Tynan coming out with this ball he's looking for a ball in front of Luke Cashin who's been well marshalled there by Philip Purcell on the far side of the field and uh, Luke Cashin just keeps them play it's right on the line there's a ruck ball forming no one wants to touch the ball because it's right on the line and now there's three players from each team in there trying to win that ball on the far side of the field underneath the new stand which is packed out in a sea of red on that far side and who has possession of this ball it's Ross Gray and it's Alan Tynan who made his way back up there no it's not it's number nine number nine is Jason Fitzpatrick he's going to have a shot high at the post from outside the 45 Jason Fitzpatrick what a score that is his ninth point of the championship campaign his first point in the final six points to four in favour of Ross Gray yeah and even the, the, the manner of it too Paul you know that was a, 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 a rook ball as you say on the sideline and you know those are the small psychological wins there Ross Gray to turn over that ball and then to turn it into a score like it's just that's gold for, for any team and this puck out goes long right on the edge of the D at the far side of the field from Gurton Hoop but looks like Ross Gray might be able to come away but it's broken as far as Carl Collins he gets his shot on goal it's blocked and it's going to be Ross Gray coming out with this ball now comfortably is Jason Fitzpatrick he goes long there's loads of space in the full forward line here for Ross Gray and it's going to break to number 15 Connor Dooley Connor Dooley might have a shot at the post but he's knew the minute he hit that ball he hadn't struck it right he was off his uh, left hand side there but it's just gone to the left of the post and wide so uh, 14 minutes gone here 6 points for Ross Gray 4 points for Gert Nahu and uh, Timmy Dunn prepares for a puck out again but there's so much space out there uh, there's a lot of space out there and just at the moment you'd have to like the way that uh, (laughs) Ross Gray are are, you know they look very well um, coached and very very in great condition there for Um, me they're just edging it here at the moment but that's not to say that um, who are capable of reining this in or getting their own purple patch so Brian Maher goes on a solo run now and he gives a hand pass off to Garod Fay who just drops it and it's gone out over the sideline a very scrappy bit of play there from Gurton who straight from the puck out it was Timmy Dunn went short to his fullback Carl Campion who was standing right on the 21 he hit it too high Carl Campion had to flick it down into his hands and he was under pressure then from the Ross Gray forwards by the time he had it in possession he went back to his goalkeeper he was under a lot of pressure he cleared it as far as Brian Maher and Brian Maher had actually a lot of space coming out with the ball gave the hand pass off to Garod Fay and he just dropped it over over the sideline and from that resultant sideline Jason Fitzpatrick no has, uh, compl- has just hit that straight over the sideline so it's going to be a line ball now for uh, for Gurton Who so while, while um, the pitch is in great condition Paul uh, we've had had a huge amount of rain overnight um, and like you won't see it if you know if you're looking on on, on the stream here um, but it is very difficult underfoot for those guys there's a lot of slipping going on and even trying to control the ball yeah. it's not easy for them so here comes uh, Darren O'Connor he's won that ball from the line ball and he gives it off to number 2 Shane Davis and he breaks a tackle and he's coming out now and he's looking for uh, number 7 that's Dara Tynan and he just gets it off to Jason Fitzpatrick and now Jason Fitzpatrick can go along and then there's Connor Sheedy Connor Sheedy's in the full forward line and he's in a bit of space now and he has the ball in his hands running out towards the sideline the joint captain for Ross Gray turns over his right shoulder and puts that ball over the bar his first point of the game seven points for Ross Gray 
four points for Gurton Hu and when you have a player like Conor Sheedy with that kind of space that's going to be the result Mick yeah uh, look a great Conor Sheedy was the guy that executed it but you have to give great credit to Jason Fitzpatrick you know for the, the strike he got away there and the accuracy he got away to release uh, Conor Sheedy and Darren O'Connor has won another puck out in the air and he plays a ball forward to Shane Fletcher now who gets it off to Evan Fitzpatrick Evan Fitzpatrick has been well marshaled there by Martin Barneville the two men right in the corner here and uh, Evan Fitzpatrick does well to just keep this in play he's just kept it on the line but he's right in the 21 and eventually Martin Barneville flicks it out over the sideline so it's going to be a line ball that surely Conor Sheedy might come over and take for Ross Gray I know it looks like Alan Tynan is coming over to take this so he's uh, just about five yards outside the 21 is Alan Tynan and uh, he's going to have a shot at the post here from the sideline there's some great battles Paul there just w- yeah, watching Martin Barneville there and um, who was it there was it, it was a different Fitzpatrick that were clashing for that ball there now they're both very quick there wasn't an inch given between them and Alan Tynan uh, hits that sideline hits it well but it's to the far side of the right hand post and it's gone out wide so it remains uh, 7 points for Ross Gray 4 points for Gurton who's 17 minutes gone here in Semple Stadium and here we go it's uh, Timmy Dunn going to hit this puck out again he's going to go long it's down the middle though and it's right towards Darren O'Connor who's got no one on him and no sorry that was uh, Michael Campion who caught that and he goes long to Luke Cash and Luke Cash might have shot the post but Connor Sheedy it's going to land in around the edge of the square it's a dangerous ball in and Connor Sheedy's caught the ball might go for goal does go for goal but straight at Timmy Dunn it was a not a very powerful strike but Connor Sheedy's looking dangerous there and Timmy Dunn clears it away along towards the centre forward Ronan T and haven't seen too much of him but the ball breaks in behind now to Adrian Maher Adrian Maher has red boots on very distinct look here and he's turned into his left side and he's hit it off his left but it's harmlessly wide there from Garden Who and they had a good start Garden Who Mick but it's, the scores are slowing up in the last few they minutes are. yeah and um, you know that last puck out there the second last puck out that was taken uncontested there by um, um, Michael Campion from uh, Ross Gray now he's been quite dominant in that half back line but that to me now is just a sh- there's a few little signals here that Ross are Garten Who are struggling a little bit with yeah. their own puck outs and they're feeding into the and you know and, and the longer that goes on the worse it becomes because Ross Gray's confidence is well up here as we can see and uh, Connor Dooley just loses possession of that ball and away comes Gurton Hu instead and Gurton Hu drives this ball long but it's fairly aimless and it looks like uh, Ross Gray are going to come out with this ball through number 7 Dara Tynan Dara Tynan is in acres of space and as is Shane Fletcher who's on halfway between the 45 and 65 he's got no one near him he's got time to drop that in short but it's going to go into the hands of Timmy Dunn who deals with that well Timmy Dunn now in goals looks for his centre back David Nolan now David Nolan in possession but he has to beat Shane Fletcher now and he does beat him he's won advantage but he's still going on a solo run gives a hand pass over the top that's intercepted by uh, Alan Tynan but uh, as we said Michael Kendi had played advantage so it's going to come back for a free out for Gertnahu Glengool 18 minutes gone 7 points for Ross Gray 4 points for Gertnahu and uh, yeah it's Gertnahu they're well able to mix it they're going short sometimes and yeah. going long and other times yeah. they're, they're trying to find a way to break down this, uh, this Ross Gray defence they just seem to be feeding that Ross Gray half back then a little bit too much yeah. at the moment and, and whether it's just a matter that the balls are a little bit too long and it's favouring the backman or the defenders in the cases or they're just not getting the you know they're not just getting to the point of where the ball is going to drop yeah. um, but it's certainly looking a little bit uh, too easy for the Ross Gray halfbacks and this Keane Hayes free is going to land in around the edge of the square there nearly into the hand of Ronan Tien and he does have it in his hand now and his shot at the post is deflected out for a 65 so uh, it was a dangerous ball in there it was from his own 45 where Keane Hayes struck that it landed just inside the 14 and eventually got into the hands of Ronan T and he just turned and had a shot but he was blocked straight away and out for a 65 so it's going to be a 65 now for Gert Nahu and uh, just about 20 minutes gone here Keane Hayes looking for his third 
point and it would be Gerton who's uh, f- only fifth point so far 20 minutes gone here 7 points to 4 in favour of Ross Gray that's number 14 for Gerton Who Gerton Who in white jerseys today as Ross Gray are in the red and here we go in towards the town end here or sorry the climbing end and it's hit high and it looks like is it accurate straight yeah. away the umpire goes for the white flag over the bar from Keen Hayes it's a two point game now 20 minutes gone 7 points to 5 in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final in 2022 here in Tipperary and it's uh, Daryl Ryan and goals for Ross Gray now he's going to go short to his cornerback who just kind of juggles with the ball but out comes number 4 there that's uh, James Sinnott and he goes long goes long towards Alan Tynan Alan Tynan gets bumped in the air there by Martin Barneville and it's broken out and away comes Martin Barneville with this ball but he's under a lot of pressure from Ross Gray forwards and away comes number nine that's Jack Moore he goes long but it looks like it's straight into the hands of Dara Tynan he's been on plenty of balls so far he plays it short to Shane Davis who then plays it up the line towards Jason Fitzpatrick but it's balls on the ground now and it could be won there by Garton Who Grode Fye's in there as is Keen Hayes but away comes Ross Gray instead and looks like that's a uh, number 11 Luke Cashin and he's going to lob this ball in towards the edge of the square Connor Dooley's in there and Connor Dooley has it in his hand Connor Dooley's on the 21 he might shoot for goal he does oh what God. a rocket of a goal Connor Dooley outside the 21 by the time he struck it bang into the top right hand corner and it's 1-7 for Ross Gray 5 points for Gerdin Who and it looked like that took Timmy Dunn and goals by surprise and, and I think so yeah absolutely you know whether he just thought no way would he shoot from there yeah. or did he think it was going wide I'm not sure and then of course there is a sun straight down on top of yeah. him so maybe that all those factors contributed but at the end result a super shot in the arm for Ross Gray there to, to put a, give themselves a little bit of daylight that's a five point lead five point lead and they've now got a, a free do Ross Gray and it was a long ball in that Connor Dooley won from the air he was on the 21 he was kind of doing an arc and run coming out from the 14 towards the 21 and he had his man right on him as he struck the ball and it just went flying into the top right hand corner past Timmy Dunn in the Gurton Who goals so it's going to be 1-7 now for Ross Gray 5 points for Gurton Who 22 minutes gone here and it's going to be a free out for Ross Gray the, the build up to that goal Paul was a diagonal ball that came across yeah. from um, Gurton Who that was intercepted there by Dara Tynan yeah. he's, he, as you pointed out he's hurling a lot of ball there but that whole Ross Gray half back line are dominating at the moment yeah. and uh, Gurton Who will need to find a way either to bypass them or to you know pull them out a little bit further and create more room for the Gurta Hoop forward. And Luke Cashin has hit that free halfway between his own 45 and 65 and he's put it straight over the bar. Luke Cashin's third point here of this County Premier Intermediate Hurling Final. 1-8 now for Ross Gray. Five points for Gurton Who. It's a six-point game here as it goes long now towards Ronan Tien, but it breaks over him and it's just... Ross Gray coming out very easy with this ball through Darren O'Connor he's been on plenty of ball but it's been intercepted there by Philip Purcell has he gone over the line no says the linesman and on this ball now is Jack Moore but he's under a lot of pressure from Evan Fitzpatrick and this ball goes across the field towards Kevin Slattery and over there as well is uh, number 10 Adrian Maher but it looks like Ross Gray coming out again with this ball they're very dominant in that half back line and it's Michael Campion this time coming out this ball but a hand pass goes up between two Ross Gray lads but Alan Tynan has won it and he's given it back now to Michael Campion he might have a shot at the post but he's going to go to the far corner to the goal scorer Connor Dooley looks like he's been held or maybe he's holding the full back it's uh, Carol Campion over there but Connor Dooley doing really well it's a rook ball in the corner here but eventually it's won by Carol Campion but he's surrounded by three or four Ross Gray men and one of them was uh, Shane Fletcher who 
just fouled David Nolan coming out with that ball so it's going to be a free out for Gurton who really well done there by Carl Campion to win that ball in the it corner it certainly was uh, because he started with the advantage he had won the foot race and uh, and then um, Conor Dooley used all his strength and he's a big strong boy and he had looked like he had got the ground to win the ball but uh, uh, credit Carl Campion he stayed in the game and got a hand pass away then to David Nolan David Nolan got a free so here we go it's 1-8 uh, to 5 points and it's another long ball that's just broken in behind to Ross Gray and that's about the 5th or 6th ball in a row that's done that and away comes Ross Gray now through Evan Fitzpatrick he's in possession of this ball now he's inside the 45 he's bearing down on the 21 but he's at an angle and he hits it off his hurley and he's hit it to the right and wide at the near post there as he was on a good solar run was Evan Fitzpatrick but it's gone wide but yeah, Connor Dooley in the full forward line alongside Connor Sheedy there. They look dangerous for Ross Gray. Connor Dooley got the goal against Burgess in the semi final, and now he's got one in the final. So it's a 1 8 now to 5 points in favour of Ross Gray. And another long ball breaks in behind towards Daniel Ryan of Ross Gray, Curtin, who just can't get the ball in their hands in the Ross Gray side of the field. And it's becoming a bit easy for the Ross Gray half back line as the time to Michael Campion is time to look down the field and he plays it towards Connor Sheedy. And Connor Sheedy plays it back towards Alan Tyne. And now he might have a shot at the post from the 65 hits it high wide. but it's to the left and wide so wide there from Alan Tynan and the Curtin who just can't get the ball in their hand in the, in the Ross Gray half of the field Mick no they can't and uh, yeah, I can imagine now that they, they could be struggling a little bit with their you know just their whole composure or they're being asked really really hard questions here but you have to credit Ross Gray they're playing exceptionally well they're very very composed mm. uh, and they're winning you know they're winning the key battles all over the place but there's a great work rate that's really what we're seeing here yeah. to be fair from both sides but particularly Ross Gray at the moment and now here's Jack Moore but he had four Ross Gray players on him when he was going on that solo run and he gave off the hand pass but it was intercepted by one of those four Ross Gray players. So away comes Ross Gray through number four. That's uh, James Sinnott. He goes long towards the goal scorer, Connor Dooley. Connor Dooley is out in front of Carl Campion, but Carl Campion does well to win that ball. And David Nolan wins it and just without even looking just goes long and it's straight into the hands of uh, Keith McMahon but he's actually lost possession of the ball and here's Dara Maher. we haven't seen much of him but it's a ruck ball now forming on that far side of the field and it's been flicked out over the sideline by Dara Maher. it's going to be a sideline ball out for Ross Gray but it's uh, going to be taken quickly and intercepted it was a poor line ball and Gurton Hoo could get a free out of this they have got the advantage as Ronan Tian's going to have a shot at the post this goes high this goes right and it goes wide but it's going to come back for a free another free in and uh, this could be just at the sixth point for Gurton Hu and it could be the second one coming from a loose line ball from Ross Gray so they'll be disappointed with that well it's interesting you know there's uh, Gurton Hu Glenn Gould um, you know being absolutely on key for the opposition line balls and yet the long ball they just seem to want to persist with it no matter yeah. what like the, I was just watching David Nolan in particular and he no one near look. him and there was no one near him yeah he didn't bother he, he was just going to hit that full forward line and there's obviously a very clear instruction yeah. to get the ball into that full forward line as quickly as possible but I think uh, Ross Gray have set up exceptionally well to deal with it yeah. and uh, you know the, it, they need to change tactics there yeah so over the bar it goes from that free by Keane Hayes his fourth and uh, Gurton Hu's sixth point of the game so it's 1-8 for Ross Gray six points for Gurton Hu and this puck out goes long and it breaks towards Luke Cashin of Ross Gray Luke Cashin in possession now he's right out on the sideline that looks like it's going to go wide at the far side though he was on the sideline around the 21 and he went for the post and it goes left and wide so wide at the right hand side and Timmy Dunn is going to go short now finally for Gurton Hu and he's found a, a Brian Maher in plenty of space and now Brian Maher is going to go long towards the goal the man who's got plenty of goals in this championship it's Darren Maher but it's gone over his head and he does really well to keep it in play and flicks the ball across the square but it looks like Keith McMahon is there coming out with this ball for Ross Gray he breaks the tackle gives off a hand pass but it's a loose hand pass oh. it's intercepted and he's won a free out but thank God says the Ross Gray crowd because he was been 
kind of held back in fairness was Keith McMahon coming out with that ball gave off the hand pass it was intercepted by Ronan Tien and he would have had a for sure goal but the referee Michael Kendi has given a free out a just free out it must be said and there's not too much protesting by the uh, Gartner Who crowd but that could have been the lucky break they needed as it's 1-8 playing 6 points in favour of Ross Gray 28 minutes gone and Daryl Ryan goes long with this ball and it's landed into the full forward line and it's been won by Shane Fletcher Shane Fletcher's going to have a shot at the post how did he find the space for that he's Excellent. put it over the bar Shane Fletcher 1-9 now for Ross Gray 6 points for Gartner Who 28 minutes gone back to a 6 point game eh? that, that's an outstanding score by Shane Fletcher and that's his third by my counts uh, Paul yeah. he literally turned in a sixpence there and do you know what's a, a feature of Ross Gray there is how athletic they all are they're yeah. really quick they're well conditioned um, for me you know, they're just they're playing some great hurling here in the first what have we 28 minutes first half nearly up uh, you know they're six points up and they're full value for it at the moment yeah and another long ball is fielded there by Michael Campion he's caught about four, literally four or five balls out of the air in this first half he's right under the new stand there so right in front of all the crowd and he's a uh, been playing brilliantly has the number five for Ross Gray Michael Campion but it's going to be a free out now on their own 45 is Daryl Ryan he's actually about five yards inside his own 45 striking this it's going to land in around the 14 and it looks like Shane Fletcher has he won that no Connor Sheedy now the ball breaks down and Connor Sheedy has won it now but he's out on the sideline and he turns his man lovely he's got serious pace he's going to hit this off as Hurley is it over the bar what a Great score that is from Great Connor score. Sheedy his second of the game 1-9 now for Ross Gray six points for Gurton who we have 110 tw- game now in favour of Ross Gray 29 minutes gone but Conor Sheedy is looking at a great talent here uh, on Sean Semple Stadium today Mick yeah and I'm just watching you know there must be a reason why he's number 23 and he's back he's been injured he had, yeah. yeah he must yeah. be carrying an injury and just back um, but like for Ross Gray they won't want this half to finish because they're, they're really yeah. in purple patch and they've had a great first half and one of the bright sparks for Gurton who has been Brian Maher and he gives off a hand pass now it's going to be a shot at the post by number 10 Adrian Maher and that's his first point of the game but Brian Maher made that point won it went on a solo run gave off the hand pass there towards Adrian Meyer and he put it over the bar so now 7 points for Gurton who 110 for Ross Gray 29 and a half minutes gone and it's uh, Dara Tynan down now for Ross Gray receiving a bit of attention here so just a breather for the players just before this last bit of play and uh, some of the Gurton who lads have their hands on their knees there is a tiring a tiring game it must be said so far there was no feeling out process in this game they both came out they did. very yeah, quick it and was all guns blazing and straight into attack and you know we had probably three four points two points each I'd say within the first three minutes yeah. and then it kind of settled down but since then uh, you'd have to say that uh, Ross Gray have really put it, their own stamp on this game and We'll be very happy to go in at halftime. Well, I'd say they'd, they'd prefer this to go on another couple of minutes and see can they get out a couple of more scores. So Daratainen has a huge puck out on him and it's gone to the, towards the far, just the edge of the D there, but it's been won by David Nolan now for Gurton Who and he plays it back and now it goes long, but it's going long straight to the free man and that's Darren O'Connor and you can hear the groans from the Gurton Who crowd on that far side and it's worked now as far as Jason Fitzpatrick. He's going to have a shot at the post, but it's, it's going to go wide. He was on just inside his own 65 and he went high. He had time and uh, you can see Shane Fletcher there just gesturing that maybe that ball should have been played to him but there's going to be no additional time in this first half so the halftime score here is Ross Gray 1-10 and it is Gurton Hoogland Gould 7 points here so a uh, 6 point lead going in at the half for Ross Gray and Mick you'd probably have to say they definitely deserve it from that, from how that first half has played yeah, out yeah I don't, I don't think there's any doubt at all about it um, I know it 
look, you know, there's uh, two games to every half, and the early exchanges were very even between the two teams. Yeah. But um, Ross Gray's method, and you have to admire how they're playing the ball and the confidence they have in terms of playing that ball out, has been exceptional. They've really, yeah. they've, you know, the, I, for me now, I just, I think they're a very composed team. They know exactly what they want to do, and they're doing it. Um, yeah, cause like, I must say about Curtin who like, I love, I love Route One Hurling, but. You have to be going route one to the full forward line. Currently, the long balls they're hitting are only landing in around the 45. And Ross Gray have loads of men back there. And Darren O'Connor and Michael Campion and Dara Tyne. And they've been, that half back line for Ross Gray have been on a mountain of ball. And the current who haven't really changed that tactic. Every ball is going going long, but not long enough, let's say. Yeah, and like they, they just need to stop feeding that half-back line because they're dominant. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you do it, the stronger that half back line are becoming, yeah. you know. So they'll be braver, you know. They'll fancy themselves, and they, what they've done is they have they've engineered a lovely game plan for themselves. They don't waste the ball, um, and they get the ball to people out wide here, and they feed in good ball in in front of a, a very active full forward line there as well. In terms of um, Connor Dooley and um, Connor Sheedy in particular, yeah. like they, they're just causing a lot of problems up there, uh, and yet, you know. The goal is to, is the, is the really is the score to put the daylight between them. Yeah. Um, but look, fantastic goal. You'd have to just compliment Connor Dooley on it. There was very little on it. As you said, he made this little arcing run, but yet came back out in front of his man to take the ball. And seems to come out further yeah. before he yeah, and he's back shot. to goal nearly yeah, when he was shooting. Yeah, look, yeah. but a fabulous execution, you know. And, and I, whether whether um, Timmy Dunn, you know, didn't see it in time or, you know, wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But uh, great goal, great goal for Ross Gray. And what's it saying at the moment? It's a six-point game, so it's 110 playing seven points. And, uh, look, I don't think the wind is going to be a factor. Not at all, very. No uh, wind at all here in San Francisco. Gordon Hoogle and Gould are fighting for their lives here. Yeah. So halftime here in Semple Stadium in the inaugural Premier Intermediate Hurling Final. It's Ross Gray, 110, Curtin Hooglengool, 7 points. We're going to take a quick two minutes and we'll be back with halftime analysis after these. So halftime here in Semple Stadium in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final. It's Ross Gray leading Curtin Hooglengool, 110 to 7 points at halftime. That first half goal for Ross Gray coming from a great strike from Connor Dooley with number 15 on his back. But uh, one of the one of the main talking points, uh, Mick, coming into this game was uh, Glenn Gould's Curtin Hoos scoring power, uh, two twenty six. Their average, and they've scored thirteen goals in five championship games. But this first half, they've only scored seven points, and that's probably a credit, to, I suppose, to how Ross Gray's defence are playing as well. But also, a lot of it is Curtin Hoos' own doing with kind of loose ball being played forward. Yeah, I think um, they need to be applying an awful lot more care in terms of when they're in possession protecting that a little bit more and valuing it a little bit more and giving their forward something better to work with yeah. because you know launching the ball and you know I, I love it it's great it's fabulous <laughs> to, to watch yeah. but like you know it's, it's as though they're hitting it off of a, you know a, the horn of handball alley up there yeah. it just yeah. keeps me coming back to them all the time because that that Ross Gray half back line have just they've become immense in this game mm. um, and I think some of that is down to Ross Gray or to Glenn Goo or Gordon Who feeding them and yeah. uh, that's you know, if you're inside in that dressing room, you'd say, guys, come on, we need to have a little bit more measure, get your head up, have a look, you know, find a white jersey first yeah. and uh, and just go with a, a slightly different tactic. Look, you're, you you spoke about their, their scoring prowess on the, on the road here, but look, mm. there are days when that game is not just going to work. Yeah. So they're being asked different questions here today. The very interesting thing for the second half now is what are they going to change? Because if they don't change um, what they've been doing, 
Roscoe are going to run out easy winners here yeah. based on what we've seen in the first half because we're talking about the ball Gartner who are playing in most of it is just landing in around the 45 that centre back area where a sweeper would be and Darren O'Connor Michael Campion and Dara Tyne in the half back line for Ross Greer just coming out with ball after ball but we, we did see in the first half a ball played in the corner in front of us here straight into the in, lovely ball played in front of Kevin Slattery number 13 and he turned his man and had a goal chance yeah. and you know that's an example that the, who do have the forwards in there that can do damage they just need to be fed decent ball really. and it was one of the things I looked at you know when I saw you know the teams take their, take their positions uh, how athletic uh, both sides looked yeah. and uh, and in particular the the Curtin um, Who uh, forward line they looked quite tall and quite athletic so yeah. Said, yeah these guys I can see why they put up big scores they're, they look pacey and they're going to run at you but you know that's fine as long as they, you know they get the ball in the hand and, and get the space to, to create those runs mm. but not if you're a route one type uh, team which they seem to be yeah. uh, based on the way that they've hit long ball particularly by their number 6 there or their number 32 David Nolan yeah um, centre back whereas Ross Gray seem to be an awful lot more measured and they're very happy to put uh, balls straight across lines here yeah. create overlaps and I know that takes a lot of energy and today you know that pitch while it's, it's lovely and dry here for us spectating today a huge amount of rain has fallen yeah. uh, so I, you know number one it's not easy to control the ball or it's not easy for them to stay on their feet but you have to credit Ross Gray with how they've uh, approached that game and how they've played in that first half yeah. but a goal you know we love it you know a goal from play your typical big full forward gets his hand on the ball and he's only thinking goals well it was a little bit different to that it wasn't quite in around the 14 yard line it was closer to the 21 but an exceptionally well taken goal there by Connor Dooley who yeah. used all his strength he and the full back there Carl Campion are having a right old battle mm. and uh, you know and it's nip and tuck yeah. but he's got the goal to his credit at the moment and I suppose with Ross Gray like we're talking a lot about Gordon Who, but Ross Gray fair enough they're winning that ball in the half back line but they're doing they're finding pockets of space they're finding the likes of uh, Jason Fitzpatrick and, and Alan Tynan who are kind of around the middle of the field there finding them with lovely ball and Luke Cashin has come out and taken a few balls and then it's going in to uh, Connor Sheedy and in front of Connor Dooley it's kind of a they're they're going one extra pass before hitting it into the full forward line, and and they're able to pinpoint those balls more accurately. Then, without a doubt, yeah, without like there's very little 50-50 ball being hit in by Ross Gray, uh, because it just think about the area in the field where they're releasing the ball. It's it's at least at the 65 yard line uh, or further in. Yeah. But I'm just watching the energy of some of them there. Luke Cashin at number 11, is, he's the free taker, but he's he's all over the place. Yeah. He's a real playmaker for them there at number 11. Uh, Shane Fletcher has three points for play there at the number 14, and. He Again, he's a real live wire, very busy, great, very good on his feet. And uh, and um, Connor Sheedy's has two points for play, and he's a real problem. Yeah. But Connor Sheedy is he's, he's picked at number thirteen here, which is our right flank, and yet he, both of his scores have been over there on the on, on the, the far side. The yeah. Position. So lots of switches you know, so on. Yeah. It's hard to pick them up. They're 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 being very elusive. But again, they're being helped by the selfless running that's happening here in the middle third, by the halfbacks, the midfields, uh, and even the cornerbacks. You know, those are lung bursting runs that they're making. But they are creating the overlaps and allowing them to put much better ball in front of their forwards. And uh, whereas the Gurtner who you know, while it's, as I said before, love the route one type approach. It's when it's not working. You're it, just feeding yeah, the animal yeah. that is Ross Gray at the moment. So halftime here, it's Ross Gray leading Gurton Hooglangool in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final for 2022. The halftime score reads Ross Gray 110, Gurton Hooglangool 7 points. We'll be back with the second half here in just a few. 
So second half just underway here in Semple Stadium and Gurton Hooglan Gould taking on Ross Gray in the Premier Intermediate Hurling Final here in Tipperary for 2022 and the action is just underway. The halftime score was 110 to 7 points in favour of Ross Gray but Keane Hayes has just popped over a free to make it 110 to 8 points. 31 minutes gone here and away comes a uh, Brian Maher for Gurton who he's on a solo run but he's been well marshaled there and he's been tackled there loose strike there by Jason Fitzpatrick just coming in late on the tackle and uh, Brian Maher has been very busy today so far and he's won a free in but uh, it's going to be a free in now for Gurton who looking to make it two scores in two minutes uh, to start this second half this yeah. is they've they've a bit of life in them straight away that's one thing you can notice looking out in that second or on the first two minutes of the second half I'm sure those guys um, weren't at all happy with how the first half you know how, how they played during it and I suppose their situation at half time um, but they've attacked this game exactly as you'd you'd want them to and um giving themselves a, a shout here you know a quick score is exactly what you want here yeah. to have a chance uh, from a free a dead ball um, to claw back two points into a six point lead so yeah it's exactly what you want to see from the start of a half so here's Keen Hayes now striking just inside the 65 he strikes it Looks high and he's, a, he's an accurate free taker is Keen Hayes and he's put that one over the bar his sixth point of the game great credit to Brian Maher no, that was a lung bursting run yeah. he made there to win that free and he's full of energy there as well so uh, 110 to 9 points in favour of Ross Gray 32 and a half minutes gone and Daryl Ryan in the goals of Ross Gray goes long targeting Connor Dooley but it's been batted down there and batted down now as far as Carol Collins and away comes the Gurton Who man he's under a bit of pressure and he tries to break it off to Adrian Maher but he's been tackled and Luke Cashin has won this ball back now for Ross Gray and away comes Luke Cashin on a solo and gives a hand pass off to Shane Fletcher Shane Fletcher's going to have a shot at the post he's under pressure as he's striking he has it. but he's put it over the bar his fourth score from play of today for Shane Fletcher and it's now 111 to 9 points. Great combination there between Luke Cashin, who dispossessed, uh, I think it was um, Carl Collins that he, he And Adrian Maher, yeah. Uh, was it Adrian Maher? Yeah. And um, recycled the ball then and gave um, Shane Fletcher a scoreable shot, which he made no mistake with. And that could be a tell here. The first uh, puck out from Gertner, who in the second half goes short to Martin Barneville, and then he goes long. But it's a similar story. It's been won by the Ross Gray defenders, and out coming was Michael Campion. And the ball was on the ground in front from Bouncing, and just as he flicked it up into the air, he'd... Uh, shipped a heavy shoulder there from I think that was Gerard Fahey so it's going to be a free out now for Ross Gray and it looks like uh, Michael Campion is telling his goalkeeper Daryl Ryan to come out and take this but it looks like uh, instead it's going to be taken by uh, number 9 there that's Jason Fitzpatrick so he's inside his own 45 about five, about 2 or 3 yards inside his own 45 right out on the sideline so it looks like he's just going to lump this long he's going to go cross field and he's going to try and play a ball in front of Valentine in there on that far side and he's won that ball out in front of his man and has time now to strike but he's missed kind of hit and it's going to go into the goalkeeper that's Timmy Dunn and he has it in his possession he looks down the field plays a loose ball it could go out over the sideline but it's kept in play and now it's deflected down and away comes Brian Maher with the ball for Gurton Hooglen Gould. He goes long looking for the run of Kevin Slattery. Kevin Slattery just tried to flick that ball in but it was Darren O'Connor coming out with it and Darren O'Connor done really well to intercept that ball but couldn't keep it in play. So it's going to be a line ball in for Gurton Hooglen Gould here just about uh, five or six yards outside the uh, Ross Gray 45 and it looks like that's Ronan Tian coming across to take that. The joint captain himself and David Nolan, centre back and centre forward are the joint captains here on the day for for Gurton Hooklin Gould and also joint captains on the other side of the field is Shane Fletcher and Connor Sheedy for Ross Gray. So two joint captains here today. But Ronan Tian now ready to take this line ball in. He's right in front of the uh, new stand there on the far side of the field. And now he strikes it. It's a well hit sideline. Has it got the accuracy? 
and it's no. just gone high left and wide. It was a really well hit sideline by Ronan Tien, but it's gone wide. Remains Ross Gray one eleven, Curtin Who nine points, five five minutes gone here in the second half. And Dara Ryan goes short to uh, Dara Tynan on that far side with the puck out. And Dara Tynan finds Jason Fitzpatrick in space. And he has time now to put his head up and strike a ball towards Connor Dooley in the full forward line. Connor Dooley is in front of his man. And his man is Carl Campion who's lost his hurley. But away comes uh, Gurton Who's defenders. And Gurton Who coming out with this ball now through Jack Moore. Jack Moore goes long. And looking for yeah, the run. This better. is the type of ball the forwards want. And now it's in the hands of Gurton Who in the full forward line. And it was uh, Dara Maher. We haven't seen too much of him today. And his shot is bought blocked now. And away comes uh, Keith McMahon. He gives a loose ball now right in the edge of the D. And it's broken down now. It's there to be won right in the edge of the Ross Gray D here. And who can win this ball? There's a lot of players from both teams in there. As Michael Kendi, a referee, looks on. And uh, it's finally won there by Darren O'Connor, the Ross Gray centre-back. He's having a great game. And now he goes long. And he's trying to spot the run on that far side of... Alan Tynan, who's kind of gone into the full forward line alongside Connor Dooley now, but it's been won by Garton Hu, and a loose ball there is intercepted by Shane Fletcher. Shane Fletcher is going to have a shot at the post. He's been deadly accurate so far today, but this one was wide the minute it left is Hurley. 1-11, Ross Gray, 9 points, Garton Hu, Mick. Yeah, um, an excellent uh, pickpocket type action there by Shane Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, a short ball played there from uh, David Nolan, I think it was towards Brian Maher, and it looked the right thing to do, but um, in, in arrived Shane Fletcher there and just popped in front of them and took his shot. Uh, he's been very accurate today he has four points from play scored already and very very busy and here he is again Shane Fletcher playing a long ball in towards Alan Tynan Alan Tynan puts his hand up and now he has it in his possession here comes Alan Tynan inside the 21 but he's really well hooked while he's taken that shot and it's gone into dribbled in as far as Timmy Dunn the goalkeeper for Gurton Who but he's just ballooned this ball straight into the hands of Dara Tynan there is in acres of space and he's found the ball now towards his number 12 Evan Fitzpatrick on his left hand side right on the sideline there uh, right in front of uh, the Gurton Who site or Gurton Who um Curtin, who subs bench, I should say, but right out on the sideline, over the bar off his left-hand side was Evan Fitzpatrick. One twelve now for Ross Gray, nine points for Curtin, who, and it looks like uh, there's a man down there on the far side, just in the middle of the field. It looks like Darren O'Connor is just down, receiving a bit of attention, and it looks like Curtin, who are preparing number twenty-five. That's Colum Colum Scott. He is uh, stripped and ready to come on down below us. Is Colin Scott here? So uh, probably some some changes need to be made for Gurton Who, Mick. Yeah, uh, and and again, you know, Gurton Who got exactly the start they wanted. They got the first two scores of yeah. the second half, and uh, Ross Grave got the next two. So it's as we were. It's still a six-point margin, and Ross Grave will be happy to have, you know to get this game back into some kind of routine that they had in the first half. And Ross Gray will also be happy that Darren O'Connor is back up on his feet and he's just flicked that ball out for a sideline. So it's going to be a line ball in for Gurton who just outside the 45 here. And uh, here comes the substitution. It's number 25, Colin Scott. And he's coming on for number 8, Carol Collins. So Colin Scott now on the field for Gurton Who Glen Gould here as his side trails Ross Gray 112 to 9 points after 38 minutes here in the inaugural Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final as Rowan Tien hits a lovely line ball it's going to land in around the 14 right in front of uh, who was that there that was uh, Dara Maher there trying to get that in his possession but away comes Dara Tynan once again with this ball for Ross Gray he gives a hand pass off to his fullback Keith McMahon Keith McMahon now is on the 45 he's taken quite a lot of steps carried it too um, but it looks like he's won a free out for himself there. Michael Kendi of Newcastle GEA Club is our referee here today. And it's a free out for Ross Gray that Luke Cashin will look to take. Luke Cashin's got three points already, but this time he's very central position, halfway exactly between his own 65 and 45. So it's a long way out, but conditions here are perfect in Semple Stadium. 
and uh, he's going to look to make it a seven point game here seven points was the largest the margin has gotten to in this game and this would restore that seven point lead if Luke Cashin could put this ball over the bar he's facing in towards the Kalinan end strikes it off his right hand side he strikes it high it's definitely going to have the distance no. but it's gone right and wide and up into this terrace that ball ends up so 39 minutes gone Ross Gray 112 Curtin who 9 points and uh Oh, lovely uh, lovely conditions it must be said here I was here last week for the football Mick and, uh, thank God it's not like that again yeah so was I unfortunately yeah. Paul it wasn't pretty no um, but conditions were terrible yeah it was yeah. very difficult for both teams so here we go the ball is back up and it's into the full forward line of Garton Hu and they could go on a run here if he can get a hand pass off but it's intercepted brilliantly there by James Sinnott of Ross Gray he just got his hurley on it now he's in possession right in the corner and he flicks the ball out now Brian Myers pushed up the field for Garton Hu and Dara Myers there as well and Rowan Tian wins the free very hard work by the uh, Girton Hoo full forward line and Ron Tien just took a heavy shoulder into the chest area and he's down on the ground but it looks like he's going to be okay and Keen Hayes is uh, strolling over to take this free just about five six maybe seven yards in from the sideline and about a yard out from the 21 on that far side is uh, Keen Hayes here he scored six points already today and he's looking to make it seven which would reduce the lead to five points. So it's one twelve for Ross Gray, nine points for Gurton Hooglen Ghoul, and 40 minutes gone as Keen Hayes stands over this ball, wide stance. He's going to be striking this off his right-hand side, and the umpires like it straight away. That's over the bar by Keen Hayes. So we're back to a five-point game here now. Very um, important score for Gurton yeah. Hooglen Ghoul. Look, they're fighting for oxygen here. They've got to try and uh, find a way of getting another couple of scores to keep in this game and keep, keep their threat alive. So long ball from Daryl Ryan there. It was a shoulder taken to the back there by Martin Barneville, who was trying to feel that ball, but it was uh, one there by Garton, who and they go long. But it's that man again, James Sinnott, who's won that ball, but he's been under a lot of pressure there by Keane Hayes, and the ball has gone out over the sideline. The linesman and the referee look at each other. Yeah. They honestly don't know, so I think they're just going to throw it in, which is fair enough there. They're complaining by both sets of players here, but it is going to be thrown in uh, on that far side of the field by Michael Kennedy. He's going to have a chat with his lineman. And... Uh, no, they've decided it's a Ross Gray ball, so it's a line ball out. But in fairness, there's not an awful lot of... Uh, um, two on, subs here in front of us. Yeah, not an awful lot of complaining by the Gurton Who crowd, but there's going to be two subs. On comes Jason Gilmartin, and he's going to be coming on for uh, Connor Dooley, I think. So the goal scorer, Connor Dooley's day is done. And instead, on comes number 13, Jason Gilmartin. And uh, on the other side of the field, number 21, that's Aidan Gilfoyle. He's on the field. And off comes number 12, Garold Fahey. So on comes Aidan Gilfoyle for Garold Fahey. And on the other side of the field, it's Connor Dooley leaving the field after scoring a goal in the county final. He's being replaced by Jason Gilmartin. So here we go. Play is back underway here. And it's going to be a line ball on the far side of the field. It looks like it's going to be a line ball in for Ross Gray. And it's going to be halfway between the uh, Girton Hoo 21 and 45. So it's a scoreable line ball, especially for someone like uh, Connor Sheedy. He scored a line ball against Burgess and Nina in that semi-final a couple of weeks ago. And he's preparing to hit this one again now. He's about 30 yards out from goal on the sideline underneath the new stand, facing in towards the Klein and end here in Semple Stadium. And Connor Sheedy eyes this one up. Now he strikes it, but he, after a bit of a build-up, he's mishit that one, and it's gone straight to Carol Campion, the full-back for Gurton Hu. He's under pressure from Shane Fletcher, though, and just kind of has to get rid, and it's up in front of uh, Rode Fahey there. He's trying to win that. Sorry, no, that's uh, Adrian Maher, I should say, but it's Alan Tynan coming away at this ball. He gets the shot off, gets a hand pass off to Luke Cashin, who gets the shot off, and I think he it's gone it, over yeah. the bar. What a score that is from Luke Cashin, right out in the sideline, right in the 45, and now it's 1-13 for Ross Gray, 
10 points for Gert Mahu. Very clever offload there by Alan Tynan. Yeah. Didn't take the ball in his hand, just, just got it up into the air and uh, touched it straight across to the unmarked uh, Luke Cash in great play. So Timmy Dunn puts everything into this puck out and goes long and it's batted down there by uh, I think that was Dan- Dara Meyer coming out onto that ball but now here's Brian Meyer in possession but he's under a lot of pressure and he's lost the possession of the ball and it's Dara Tyna now trying to get it in his hand the ball's in the middle of the field there and away comes Daniel Ryan he gives a hand pass off now and here's Alan Tynan in acres of space time to have a look at the post strikes it high strike. and strikes it over the bar from Alan Tynan is that his uh, second or is that his third That's point? That's his second Second That's point second, of the yeah. game for Alan Tynan and it's now 114 to 10 points in favour of Ross Gray. Yeah, that's a seven-point lead again, and they just look to be comfortable here, Ross yeah. Gray. And uh, they're doing so many things really well. And, uh, you know, and it's typical, you know, when the game is going from you, it's the likes of Kurt Nahu trying to trying to eke something out of here, and nothing seems to be going well for them at the moment. But now here's Brian Maher is going to have a shot at the post, and he's put that over the bar yeah. for Kurt Nahu. So a good response there. It was Adrian Maher who won a dirty ball took on his man had time to turn back give off the hand pass to Brian Maher who's in a central position just inside the 45 he's tapped it over the bar so 114 for Ross Gray 11 points for Gurton Hoogland Gould 43 minutes gone and in fairness to Gurton Hoog they're, they're sticking at it like a goal could get them right back in it if they were to get it but they're, they're staying tipping along yeah and um, you know just at the moment it looks, it looks as though it looks as though um, Ross Gray are just keeping them at arm's length and you know within their own kind of comfort zone here but a goal would just be fabulous for the game and uh, really open it up because and then you're right like uh, Gurton Hoogland Ghoul aren't go- in any sense giving up this the, t- the, the ghost at all they're trying exceptionally hard but they're coming up against a very efficient uh, you know well-oiled machine that is Ross Gray at the moment and Daniel Ryan for Ross Gray gives off a lovely ball to Luke Cashin who's right on the sideline about 30 yards out but he's hit it wide at the far side of the post there does Luke Cashin it was great work there by uh, Daniel Ryan coming through to give off that hand pass to Luke Cashin and it's gone wide Ross Gray are just really good to get the ball out to the wide spaces where they have uh, you know bodies and uh, they're not trying to to necessarily you know make make um, you know yards through the centre which which is always well populated and, uh, and they're you know they're doing it to good effect because it seems to be time and time again they're finding each other and here comes Keith McMahon who's found himself up inside the 45 and he gives off a hand pass now towards it was uh, Evan Fitzpatrick running onto that but it was intercepted there by David Nolan and now comes David Nolan for Gurton Hu he's been fouled but advantage play on says the referee and play on Duke Gurton Hu and it uh, looks like that's going to be is that Keane Hayes That's striking that score. ball from inside the 65 on the run? What a score that is from Keane Hayes, his eighth point of the game there. And uh, really good work there from David Nolan, working that ball out to Keane Hayes, who took on his man and put it over the bar on the run. So 12 points now for Gurton Hu, 114 for Ross Gray. It's a five-point game. We've got 15 minutes plus injury time to go here. So plenty of hurling left. But that ball has gone out over the sideline on the far side of the field. So it's going to be a line ball out for Ross Gray. And it looks like Darren O'Connor, the full, the centre-back, is going to come over and take this ball. He's in no rush whatsoever on that far side of the field, just underneath the new stand. And uh, now it's gonna, he's going to leave it down. It looks like Jason Fitzpatrick is going to come over and take this. So uh, Ross Gray, well able to just kind of slow things down as well. They are, yeah, and that's what they call a bit of gamesmanship. And yeah. I'm just watching here the shape of the Gurton Hoo forward line. They've only got one player inside the 45-yard the line. And... Uh, 
So, like, the, the battle is really happening now. They're really st- trying to get their hands on the ball and create something out further. And Enda McCarthy wins that ball, the cornerback for Gurton Hu, and he plays it up to his fires. Kevin Slatcher gives a hand pass off to Ronan Tien, who's on the right. run right out on the sideline is Ronan Tien, and he's put that over the bar. And you could hear the Gurton Hu crowd just get up a bit more after that one went over the bar. One fourteen to 13 points, and you can feel the atmosphere starting to build now as uh, Ross Gray go along with this puck out now. And underneath it is David Nolan. It breaks down as far as Brian Maher, but he's got it back now as far as Alan Tynan. Alan Tynan in possession for Ross Gray. Gives off the hand pass. It's a loose ball, though. It could be intercepted by Gurton Hu, and away comes Adrian Maher with the ball. Adrian Maher goes along towards Keane Hayes, and he tries to control it, but it's brilliantly nicked off him from James Sinnott now, but Gurton Hu really starting to get up for this, and Ross Gray coming away with nothing easy, and great it's going play, to be a line play. ball in for Gurton Hu Glengool, and Mick, you can feel the atmosphere uh, starting yeah, to rise a bit, exactly no? exactly what we wanted, you know, in fairness to Gurton Hu Glengool, they're, they're fighting on the, in their shoes here to try and stay in this game, and uh, they're doing exactly that. So, uh, yeah, we're looking for a big finish now, and a goal would really tee this up for a, a grandstand finish. Oh, and Ronan Tien has just flicked the ball over Darren Tynan's head, and Ronan Tien's bearing down goal. He has Darren oh. O'Connor to beat, and Darren O'Connor has pulled him down by the neck, and some high challenges uh, don't look too bad, but that was one that definitely looked bad. He proper swung around him by the neck. It's going to be a easy yellow card. I'll write it down before I even see it. Darren O'Connor, a very high challenge there, but Ronan Tien was decided to take him on. Probably could have popped it over the bar, but he decided to take on Darren O'Connor, Darren O'Connor, and there's there's no way of hiding it. Darren O'Connor pulled him down, and uh, he's gone into the book and received a yellow card here. So it's going to be a free in for Keane Hayes. This could make it a three point game. Eh? Well, it should. Yeah, on, on all knowledge, um, in fairness to Keane Hayes, he's been very accurate here from from place balls. He's missed nothing yet. Yeah, um, he's right in the twenty one. Yeah. So you'd imagine this should go over the bar, and it's yeah. uh, 48 minutes on the clock here as he strikes this, and over the bar it goes from Keen Hayes, and that's his ninth point here. The scoreboard now reads 114 for Osprey, 14 points for Gurton Hu, and all of a sudden it was a seven-point lead moments ago, and now it's a one puck of the ball in the game, and you can hear the crowd here, a big crowd here in Semple Stadium, and they're getting up for this last couple 10-15 minutes left in this Premier Intermediate hurling final here in Tipperary our coverage with thanks to Ross Gray Express your local trusted nationwide courier service and it's David Nolan with number 32 on his back for Gurton Hu coming out with this ball he gives oh, it Jesus. back and it's a loose hand pass it could be an easy goal for Ross Gray and it's broken down and it's done really well there's Philip Purcell but it could be a goal for Conor Sheedy and Philip Purcell blocks it off the line and David Nolan now coming away with this ball and David Nolan wins a free and away comes Gurton Ahu but I, what can I say about that piece of play Philip Purcell had the ball the cornerback for Gurton Ahu he went to hand pass it back to his goalkeeper Timmy Dunn but he sold him about five yards short and the ball was on the ground and Conor Sheedy had an open goal there to pull on the ball and Timmy Dunn done really well to just make it stop and it broke out to another I think it might have been Conor Sheedy again who had a shot at goals and it was Philip Purcell who worked his way back onto the line while the goalkeeper was still down and it was the shot at the goals blocked by Philip Purcell off the line David Nolan came out with it won the advantage it's going to be a free out for Gurton Ahu but, but Mick I think your reaction was Jesus that was the only way you could you could describe oh, that it's, it, would have, it would have been the game I'd say just uh, it there. would have been the game unfortunately I look at you know the game, games are made up of mistakes and opportunities yeah. and but that that one was you know that was unbelievable uh, dra- dra- <laughs> dramatics right in front of us there you know your classic uh, huge mistake that yeah. could have been ended up with a, with a goal for uh, Connor Sheedy couldn't believe it the ball was just rolling to him yeah. but Timmy Dunn is actually the goalkeeper for Gurton who done really well to just he did. S- somehow yeah, keep that out he did and, um, and in fairness to them they, there was great theatrics there trying to, to prevent that goal and they did so yeah. look that's a let off and uh, interesting to see now what this break in, in momentum is going to do for either side yeah I was just about to say that uh, 
Ross, uh, fairness to Gordon, who they, you know they've been on a great run here. They've yeah. moved it back to three points, fourteen points, playing one fourteen, and and it's you know it's a tit for tat game. While at periods there, Ross Gray were six points up and seven mm. points up and coasting. Now yeah. it's down to three points and a little bit of uh, heebie-jeebies yeah. out there. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not they're they're looking a little bit more vulnerable and uh, Gordon Who are uh, looking that bit more forceful. So credit to Gordon Who and Gould. They're not coming out of Simple Stadium today without fighting for their lives. So Timmy Dunn now is back on his feet, but still. He just doesn't look that well there in goals for Gartner who he's got the physio right there with him and he's back on his line and looks yeah, he's like gonna continue. he's going to continue so it's going to be a free out now that's going to be taken by David Nolan he's inside his own 14 and he's going to drive it long in a central position and it's going to be a breaking ball there to be won by either team but it's going to break towards Darren O'Connor the centre back for Ross Gray puts his head up and plays the ball in front of Evan Fitzpatrick and here is Evan Fitzpatrick he gives the hand pass off now as far as I think that's Luke Cashin on the far side of the field no sorry that's Shane Fletcher Shane Fletcher's inside the 45 he's going to solo and he's still going as Shane Fletcher now and has one man to beat that's David Nolan and David Nolan forces him to turn back and turn back he does towards is it Alan Tynan who has that strike at the post it's gone over the bar there it wasn't Alan Tynan no. just trying to see who that was on the far side of the field I think it might be Daniel Ryan but it's now 115 for Ross Gray 14 points for Gurton Hooglen Gould and uh, a great score there no it wasn't Dan Ryan which we're still trying to see it was number 12 Evan Fitzpatrick his second point of the game so back to a four point game a two score game here in Semple Stadium as this poke out goes long again from the stick of Timmy Dunn and it's won there by Ross Gray and away coming with that ball was Darren O'Connor no it was number two Shane, Shane Davis, Davis yeah. this time another black helmet Ross Gray defender it was Shane Davis won that free and it's going to be a free out now and that little stop in momentum in, uh, in play there Curtin, who had momentum building, and Ross Gray have, have, have kind of pushed on now from that little break. It just gives you know gives the, the team that are in the ascendancy a chance to settle again, and yeah. get, your, get your shape, and take that break. Get the you know the Brits on board again and reset. And Jason Fitzpatrick strikes this. It's going to land dangerously on the edge of the square, but brilliantly fielded by David Nolan, and he has time to play it out to his cornerback Enda McCarthy now. Enda McCarthy is going to go on a solo run, and now he's going to play a ball towards Colm Scott. Colm Scott gives off the hand pass, and it's brilliantly taken Done. there by number nine Jack Moore, and it's going to be a shot at the post by uh, Brian well Maher, and it's play. over the bar. What a score that is from Gartner Hooglengool. Worked that ball up really well, and it looks like. Uh, Evan Fitzpatrick might go into the book there it was a really loose strike when Jack Moore was catching the ball and he probably will go into the book Jack Moore done really well to hold on to that ball just as he was uh, catching it he got a kind of belt on the back of the hand and it is going to be a yellow card there for Evan Fitzpatrick that was so, a great piece of play Paul there, yeah. you know from Gurtner Hoogling Gould that's exactly what we'd been seeing from Ross Gray um, you know so they seem to have abandoned the route one uh, strategy which has paid them in good, uh, good dividends so far in the second half and away comes Keith McMahon. The scoreboard reads Ross Gray 115. Oh, brilliant play there by Evan Fitzpatrick, throwing up a dummy and now hitting his shot at the post. It would have been a great score from the middle of the field, but it's gone wide. So 115 for Ross Gray, 15 points for Gurton Hooglengool. We've got 53 minutes on the clock, so we reckon about 10 minutes to go here in Semple Stadium. One of these teams will be a senior team in 2023, but they're going to have to win this game, and it's Ross Gray who have a three-point lead here and the ball, and they're coming out with the ball through Alan Tynan underneath us here. Right in front of us is Alan Tynan. He's going on a solo run. He's cutting in into the middle of the field. Looks at the post. Strikes off his right-hand side. And it's gone left and wide. And on the far side of the field is uh, one of his teammates just looking at him, wondering why he didn't play him that ball. And it's Kenny Lee now coming on in favour of... It's Jason Fitzpatrick coming off the field, actually. So Kenny Lee, number 24 for Ross Gray, is onto the field in place of... Uh, 
Jason Fitzpatrick who scored a point earlier in the game yeah but Connor Sheedy was, was yeah. wide open there to take that ball from um, Alan Tynan yeah. and uh, look you know it's easy when they come off they're great scores but when they don't you look at those and say well that was an opportunity missed and straight away is Kenny Lee onto that ball and he gives a hand pass out now to Evan Fitzpatrick Evan Fitzpatrick goes long and it could break in behind now could break in behind for number 13 that's Jason Gilmartin we haven't seen him since he's come on has Jason Gilmartin but he's still in possession of this ball has he won a free play on says the referee turns over his right shoulder and Jason Gilmartin gets his first score of the game what a score that is he really had to work for that it was good defending but even better attacking player from Jason Gilmartin he puts that over the bar 54 and a half minutes gone Ross Gray 116 Burton who 15 points and this puck out goes long from Timmy Dunn and it's going to break in the half back line for Ross Gray but it looks like it's going to be uh, that man again Brian Meyer no that's uh, number 21 instead that's uh, Aidan Gilfoyle in possession of this ball and he plays a lovely ball across the field and it looks like that's uh, Darren Maher his first point of the game he's put that over the bar for Gert Nahu and it's now 116 to 16 points yeah credit there to Aidan Gilfoyle he held on to that ball took his time and found a pass and put it straight into uh, Darren Maher's hands for a very important score for Glengool Gert Nahu and on coming the field now for Gert Nahu Glengool is number 29 Liam Hayes Liam Hayes he scored twice in this championship and they've both been goals scored against Killinall in the first round and scored a goal against Thurless in the second round and uh, maybe he just has an eye for it and they could do it one here 116 plays 16 points Ross Gray with the lead 55 minutes on the clock here as Daryl Ryan goes along with this puck out now but it's blocked down by Martin Barneville there and can he get the ball in his hand no he can't but instead it's number 25 and number 25 is Colin Scott coming out with this ball he gets a hand pass away and now the ball is played in front of Ronan Tian. Ronan Tian's on the 65 now takes on his man as Keith McMahon he's going to have a shot at the post as Ronan Tian. is it over the bar No, it's just left and wide it was a central position it would have been a huge score but it's just gone wide and straight away wasting no time is Daryl Ryan he's played a lovely ball but has he hit it too far and he's uh, hit that puck out quick has Daryl Ryan aiming for Evan Fitzpatrick and it's gone out for a sideline on the far side of the field and it's been taken quickly and now it's gone long it's a one-on-one situation and here comes Darren Maher Darren Maher bearing down on goal he's going to have a shot at the goals oh. what a save what a save Great from save. Daryl Ryan it was Darren Maher he'd scored a goal in four games in a row it was looking like it was certainly going to be a fifth game in a row he broke it broke through a tackle he was inside the 14 he did what any coach would tell a forward to do hit it low into the corner and it was low into the corner but it was a diving save from Daryl Ryan what a save and he what a moment in the match well. that is Mick yeah this is a big moment and you know that those are the kind of the opportunities you'd be hoping would arrive to your to your goal scorers and it did um, but you've got to credit Daryl Ryan there and that was immediately after poking a, a puck out right out over the sideline there and the attack came straight back down the field you have to give him great credit and I was actually just going to comment on him oh. his puck outs have been excellent all yeah. day that was the first mistake if you want to call it that that he'd made so Keane Hayes had that 65 from a central position and he's actually hit it wide he hasn't hit it wide all day but this one has gone wide for Keane Hayes so it remains a three point game now Ross Gray will be happy to get away with that passage of play without conceding anything and this time Daryl Ryan goes along with this puck out and it's going to break for Martin Barneville of Garton Who, but he's really well hooked there by Luke Cashin and it's going to go out for a line ball in for Ross Gray Luke Cashin doing really well and Connor Sheedy is going to probably take this line ball but he will not be in any rush whatsoever 57 and a half minutes gone it's Ross Gray 116 Garton Who Glen Gould 16 points the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship final here live on Tip FM our coverage thanks to Ross Gray Express your local trusted nationwide courier service so here we go Connor Sheedy right on the 45 here looking around and he might go backwards oh. and he does go backwards but he's gone straight over the sideline 
So that's a bit of a break now for Gurton Hooglen Ghoul and Adrian Maher is going to be taking this line ball. And no, he's been told by Brian Maher, you go up the field, I'll hit this. So another little break there for Gurton Hooglen poor uh, decision by Conor Sheedy he went to go back the field but actually hit it straight over the sideline but straight down the line goes this ball a long line ball and it looks like it's just going to stay in play and uh, Darren Tyne, Darren Tynan is there he's in possession of this ball he's got a couple of men on him he gives off a hand pass and it's loose and Darren Tynan does really well to eventually come out with this ball for Ross Gray and he finds Daniel Ryan who's got a bit of space Daniel Ryan throws up a dummy and now he takes on his man and now he plays a lovely ball on that far side of the field and here is Ross Gray still in possession of this ball and it's through uh, a ball into the full forward line now Luke Cashin in a bit of space the ball was played into him by James Sinnott Luke Cashin now is right in the corner he's looking for someone to play this ball to hits kind of an aimless, aimless ball across the edge of the square and Martin Barneville does well to win that almost gets blocked by Conor Sheedy and this ball is just there to be won it's very loose play the last couple of minutes the ball is on the ground there in the middle of the field and trying to win it there right in the halfway between the 45 and 65 and it's been won by number 24 Kenny Lee and Kenny Lee gives it off to Alan Tynan Alan Tynan looks at the post hits it high and hits it over the bar his third point of the game 59 minutes gone Ross Gray 117 Girton who 16 points huge score for Ross Gray uh, huge score yeah their close play there was very very good there from, um, from Ross Gray uh, they didn't get it you know, Alan Tynan did not have a lot of room there to execute that but he did it in style and this long puck out was batted down and straight into the hands of Jack Moore for Girton Who at number 9 on his back he had a shot a snapshot at the post there from outside the 45 on his left hand side but it's gone to the left and wide so Daryl Ryan and goals for Ross Gray made a brilliant save moments ago from a low shot from Dara Maher and it was a brilliant save from Daryl Ryan and his puck out has gone long and it's brilliantly flicked up by the with a foot there but I think that was Colin Scott with number 25 in his back for Gurton Who and he's got it as far as number 21 Aidan Gilfoyle Aidan Gilfoyle goes long but it was a loose ball a poor ball it must be said and it's been intercepted by Dara Tynan he's given it off to Evan Fitzpatrick now play a bit loose and it's a free there from uh, Liam Hayes just a good three minutes going to be added on so we've 60 minutes played we're going to play three more minutes Ross Gray 117 Garton who 16 points and it's going to be a free in now for Luke Cashin and he's in no rush whatsoever strolling out to take this free he's going to be taking it from just inside his 65 and he's going to have time to take a open up his helmet and take a sip of water here before he takes this so uh, referee blows the whistle but Luke Cashin still putting on his helmet properly and he's just going to be inside the 65 central enough position but probably kind of halfway between the middle of the field and the sideline here is Luke Cashin is back to us number 11 he scored uh, four points already today and he'd love this to be his fifth strikes it high is it going to have the distance it's going to be landing dangerously in around the square it looks like wide. and just gone to the right and wide so four point game here 60 minutes 55 seconds on the clock Ross Gray 117 Gurton Hooglengool 16 points and here we go Timmy Dunn just goes route one from this puck out but it's, there's no one there to field it for Gurton Hoo instead it's Michael Campion who's caught another ball out of the sky gives it off to Evan Fitzpatrick Evan Fitzpatrick's going to have a shot at the post from inside his own half and it's gone high right and wide so Gurton Hoo need to find a pocket of space here maybe get this ball to someone but instead Timmy Dunn is going to go long again this time he's targeting Adrian Maher on that far side Adrian Maher is going to keep it in play and Colin Scott gets onto this ball but it breaks down now the ball's on the ground and now Adrian Maher has won it plays a low ball in but Darren O'Connor is out in front of his man and Darren Connor just a loose touch oh. and it could be a chance here for Gurton Who give the hand pass off to Jack Moore Jack Moore one hand pass more and it could be a goal what a save again another great save from Daryl Ryan over on that far side and it was a Away comes Ross Gray with this ball. It was a goal chance there. Can't quite see who had it. 
but it was a brilliant save once again. It was yeah. one of those saves where the attacker had it, and just as he turned, Daryl Ryan was already on top of him, and it's a great save. And there's just a player down injured. I'm trying I to think see. It was Keen Hayes. Keen. That the final ball got to. Yeah, and uh, it was just broken yeah, was. down there. It was Darren O'Connor trying to come out with this ball. It was Keen Hayes with the chance. And it's been two big goal chances in this game. Not to credit Daryl Ryan, he was out exceptionally yeah. quick now and he didn't give him a chance. Brilliant goalkeeper. He probably there. needed not to be taken in his hand, just a touch in mid flight and, and hoped that it would have gone in. And it's Darren O'Connor who's down injured for Ross Gray, his left leg, and he's actually been uh, uh, substituted by their Connor Phelan coming onto the field. So off goes Darren O'Connor and on comes Connor Phelan. And. Uh, He's hobbling off. He's walking off on his own accord. Is Darren O'Connor? He's had a really, really good game uh, for Ross Gray, and he's just walking off there. He looks in a bit of pain there. Does Darren O'Connor? But instead, Connor Phelan is coming onto the field with number 19 in his back. So 62 minutes, 50 seconds gone. It's Ross Gray 117, Gurton Hu Glengool 16 points, and it's going to be a line ball in for Gurton Hu, just five yards outside their own, uh, five yards outside the 45 of Ross Gray. So it could land dangerously in around the square, but it's a four-point game. You'd imagine with, with that stoppage, we're going to have another minute or two. And uh, this line ball has actually gone short, and it's been one now, and away comes Luke Cashin of Ross Gray. Ross Gray, the man coming away with this ball and a four-point lead. He plays a low ball, and it's a brilliant ball in front of Kenny Lee, who's beaten his man to it, but it's good defending there by Philip Purcell. But Kenny Lee has won this ball, and he's still in possession. And now he gives the hand pass back to Luke Cashin. Luke Cashin has been shouldered out over the sideline, so it's going to be a line ball out now that Brian Maher looks like he's in a rush to take it. He'll surely go backwards, and he does, towards Philip Purcell. Philip Purcell now going to go long, but he's oh, hit no. that straight into the hands of Alan Tynan. And Alan Tynan's just going to lump this into the full forward line. And underneath that is uh, Martin Barneville there trying to win this ball for Curtin Hu. And there's the full-time whistle. Ross Gray are the inaugural Tipperary Premier Intermediate Hurling Champions. They win the Seamus O'Reen Cup, 117 to 16 points in the final score. And after being relegated from senior last year, Ross Gray will be a senior club once again for 2023. And Mick, you must say, probably deserved it all round here today. Ah, uh, yeah, I think you know there was st- uh, stages in that match today where uh, Ross Gray were, re- you know, totally in command. They were somewhere between six and seven points up for uh, at long stages. But you know, great credit due to Gordon Hoogland Gould to you know not for once did they did you know did they accept that they weren't going to get something out of this game instead fighting until the very very end uh, and you know in fairness created two good goal chances yeah. great goal oh, chances you not even good, better. great yeah. goal chances like had either of those gone in uh, I'm not sure what you know what the end result might have been but um, you know you just have to really admire the composure that I thought Ross Gray brought to the game even in the dying minutes there they were doing the right thing with the ball they were getting it to their runners and uh, no, a very very good all round performance I thought by Ross Gray but a very gallant effort by Gurtner Hoogland Gould as well you know a very fine final yeah uh, very entertaining know, game us here nothing in it literally a four point game that you know could have been a three point game could have been a draw yeah you know, but great game two good sides Ross Gray will be thrilled straight yeah. back up we spoke about it before the game what's your best opportunity to go back up playing senior hurling immediately is the answer to that question yeah, and they will be immediately going back up. And also must be said that for the first time ever, the, the winners of the Seamus Arena here in Tipperary will be going on into the Munster Championship. So they're going to be going into the Munster Intermediate uh, Championship. And they're actually going to be playing uh, Bally Saggart of Waterford. And they actually lost the... Uh, intermediate final in Waterford to Bally Gunner's second side yeah. but of course being a second team they can't represent the county so it's going to be uh, 
uh, Bally Sagard of Waterford that Ross Gray will now go on to play in the Munster quarterfinal. It's going to be on November 6th. It's actually going to be on in a tip venue, so it could be another few games for Ross Gray yet this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they're a very fine side, you know, and uh, I really was impressed. I hadn't seen Ross Gray play at all this year, and I've been very impressed with what I saw from them there today. I, I You know, I, I spoke about it already, the conditioning of them. They're very comfortable with the ball. They make good decisions. They get their head up, and they, they very much play as a team. But I really enjoyed the energy they brought to it there today. Like, the, the selfless running there of Shane Fletcher and Luke Cashin, the athleticism of those guys, Alan Tynan, and having a good bench. You know, Conor Sheedy got, got to start. Jason Gilmartin came in and contributed a point when he did. Yeah. And, uh, look, you know, if you look at, the, at my page here in front of me, there's scribbles and marks there every single forward was involved um, every single one of them scored uh, as well as um, as well as their subs well, well one sub at least that came in so that's a very good sign of any team yeah. but 117 I, I look you know they had 110 scored at half time Gorta Hoogling Gould were always going to come at them and they did Gorta Hoogling Gould scored 9 points in that second half and uh, whereas Ross Gray scored 7 but you know, that's where the, the, your first half margin really, you know, mm. I suppose, held its worth for them that they needed that cushion. But, uh, you know, fabulous game, well refereed again, you know. Michael uh, Kennedy, yeah. Uh, by Michael Kennedy. A tough uh, year for Michael Kennedy as well, I suppose. He was here um, he was. on Friday, the 5th of August, uh, uh, when Clownty Ross Moore played Killer One. And um, a great end to the year, I suppose, for Michael Kennedy. A, a really well refereed game here today. But I suppose. But looking at Ross Gray, as you were saying, they, they had performers all over the field here today. I'd say Lee England, their, their coach, will be delighted with how, how they've performed because their, their, their centre-back line, Michael Campion, Darren O'Connor and Dara Tynan, just dominated that game, really, it must be said. At various stages, uh, and particularly in the first half, I thought that half-back line was immense. Yeah. Absolutely immense now. Like the high fielding of Michael Campion in particular, he yeah. gave an exhibition. Yeah. Uh, now, it wasn't helped because I, I do think that Gurta Hoogling Gould went with that long ball strategy almost, you know, ad nauseum. Yeah. When it wasn't, it clearly wasn't working, whereas mm. they were much more measured in the second half. Definitely, yeah. And, you know, and look, you know, the difference being they really brought the game and created two, as, you know, we said, uh, apart from Darrell Ryan doing his job in the goals and probably doing more so, like, he was brilliant to stop those two yeah. goal chances. Especially the fir- Darren Maher's first goal chance. If you pause this just as he was striking the ball, you said 98% this is a goal. Yeah. He's inside the 14. Yeah. He's broken a man. He's in space. There's no one going to hook him. And he strikes it low, bounces it off the ground, and somehow Daryl Ryan got his hurley to it to turn it around the post and out for a 65 that was subsequently missed. But it was just an incredible save. Then the other save was from Keen Hayes. Keen Hayes got the ball. It was hand-passed over the top to Keen Hayes, who was one-on-one. But by the time he got it in his possession and turned, Daryl Ryan was just on him and was able to block the shot straight away. But they were huge, huge moments in this game. They were huge. And God only knows you know, what would have happened. because, um, And then you know, we had that... that, that uh, that skirmish up in the goal mouth here for Gordon Hoogley and Gould when they nearly conceded a terrible goal. <laughs> yeah. But that time that they lost, you know, when they clearly had the momentum, yeah. I think it settled Ross Gray. It did. You it know, allowed Ross Gray to Ross, just they take did, a they tack on the next two points, if I'm right. Yeah. And, uh, and that just gave them that four-point cushion back that they needed. He might have even gone out to five-stroke, six-point margin. Um, but it just, you know... There's only one position to be in in a hurling match, and that's in front. Yeah. Because then you get to play the clock a little bit, and you know you can slow down your freeze. Whereas when you're chasing, you've got to do everything, you know, at yeah. 100 miles an hour. And uh, and you know that 65 you mentioned there after cons- not taking a goal opportunity. 
that really hurt them too. I think it lets yeah. more air out of the balloon. Yeah. And uh, so that would have been a two-point game then if that went yeah, over. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. You know, that's squeaky bum time. Yeah. You've got to do everything right at that stage. You know, regardless whether you're attacking or defending. Yeah. But uh, look, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it's easy for us to sit up here in the gantry and you know watch those guys burst themselves down there to try and do all, do their all for their clubs. Uh, but these two teams certainly delivered that for us in spades today. Yeah. No. And uh, you know, it's a while since I've seen Gurta Hoogling Gould play, um, but they've certainly you know they've. They're, they've certainly uh, made as gallant an effort as any to yeah. get up to, to senior status. And, uh, I, you know, you, would you bet against them being here this time next year? Definitely Absolutely not. not. No. Um, so, yeah, the 2020 Intermediate Champions, Garden Hooglangul, really settled in the Premier Intermediate Division and just a puck of a ball or two away from being senior team for next year. But instead, it is Ross Gray. They've won this final, 117 to 16 points. A big Ross Gray crowd here uh, on the field here waiting for this trophy presentation. The Seamus Arene Cup on that far side. And there it is, lifted by the joint captains, Darren, oh, sorry, Shane Fletcher and Connor Sheedy for Ross Gray. They are the 2022 Tipperary Premier Intermediate Hurling Champions. Mick, before we go, I'd say we're remiss to, to not mention the performance of, of Brian Maher for Gurton Hooglangool. He was exceptional there on... Yeah. Any, anything good came from, came from him really and what I really liked about him was he's, he's really pacey yeah. and you know uh, he seemed to have all aspects of the game you know in terms of courage to go forward he took three shots on uh, for pints here today and scored two of them but yeah. they were vital But and won some vital frees now so I, I think he typified the effort yeah. that came from Gurta Hoogling Gould today and for me you know I've if, if Gurtner Hoogling Gould had to cross the line here today, he'd have been my man of the match yeah. for Gurtner Hoogling Gould. I thought he gave a great performance. And he, look, he, it wasn't easy. We're, we, we're only after mentioning how all of the Ross Gray forwards were very difficult and very busy yeah. and full of energy. I mean, all six starting forwards scored for Ross Gray, looking at it there now. Alan Tyne in three points, Luke Cash in four, Evan Fitzpatrick two points, Connor Sheedy two points, Shane Fletcher four points, and Connor Dooley got the goal as well. So it comes down to that I suppose on a final your forwards are on song you've a great chance and both Ross Gray's forwards and, and backs are on song today and probably yeah. worthy winners for, for that reason yeah um, and look I didn't get a chance to tot up the wides here but in terms of possession stakes Ross Gray shaded that yeah. and they took more shots yes they, they weren't particularly accurate with their shots and I think that's if there's a lesson for them to take forward into the Dan Breen competition next year is that they've got to be as efficient as you can uh, now look the, uh, some of that's down to you know the pressure that the opposition put on you but some of it, you know, was just shooting that wasn't quite on. Yeah. And uh, but look, in terms of winning possession, managing possession, and creating opportunities, I think Ross Gray edged that compared to the game yeah. here today. And uh, for me, they are the worthy winners. But a great contest. And just before I let you go, Mick, uh, the senior final is going to be thrown in in just less than an hour. A half four is our throwing time for Killer One versus Killer Dangan. Um, how are you? How are you feeling for that one? What's your kind of gut feeling on how this one's going to go? Yeah, it's uh, you know um, both excellent sides. Both both sides came through. You know, good quarter, good semi-finals. Yeah. And uh, you know, I suppose they'll both fancy their chances here today. Uh, I, I think. Um, I think. You know, I suppose if you're to measure the panels, I think uh, Kildangan, you know, edged that in terms of having more fish resources at their disposal right now. I think. Um, you look, I, I could, I could end up being absolutely wrong about this, but I think um, Kilwan McDonough's their panel is not quite as strong for me. Just you know, in terms of being a neutral observer of it, yeah. but they're here on merit. Make no mistake at all about that. And in terms of a tradition. They have an incredible tradition here in terms of winning county finals, yeah. and um, and you know and haven't had the ability to go go on beyond that. Versus a new 
success for Kildangan. Yeah. But Kildangan, in terms of the, you know their recent pedigree at this level, you know, is unquestioned. They've been there or thereabouts for a number of years, uh, and I, t- I just thought on balance. I can see them shading this, mm. but uh, hey, don't take my advice on this. <laughs> and certainly don't go, don't go out to Paddy Power or any such, <laughs> such houses putting, uh, putting your hard-earned cash on it. I could be in- entirely wrong. Yeah. But what I am expecting, given that they're neighbours, uh, I, I read a lovely article there that they, they both meet at Lahorna Handball. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. where the parishes meet. Yeah. And both use it, you know, which is yeah. great. You know, that's what facilities are for. But uh, I love when neighbours come together to, to play important matches because yeah. it just adds a little bit of a dimension. But I'm just looking for a great great contest here a full-blooded great contest between two great clubs and if, if we get that I'll go home a happy Tipperary supporter out of here so that one's coming up at half past four that's the Tipperary Senior Hurling Championship final Carole McDonough's versus Killadangan but for now it's the end of the Premier Intermediate Hurling final here Ross Gray are the 2022 Premier Intermediate Hurling Champions they've lifted the Seamus Arene Cup they've beaten Gertner Hooglangool 117 to 16 points and they will be a senior team once again next year that's about all we've got time for, for our coverage of this final. Our coverage, of course, was with thanks to Ross Gray Express, your local trusted nationwide courier service. I've been Paul Carroll. I'd like to thank Mick Ryan for his co-commentary on this game. We'll be back just after about quarter past four for our coverage starting of the county senior hurling final. That's thrown in at half past four, so we will see you then. <laughs>